Luke chapter 2. I want you to just stay in this, in this place for a moment. I want you to just stay in this place of worship. And I want to I tie in what Rashina's been singing prophetically, what's been happening this weekend. I want to I tie this in. In Luke chapter 2, You need to sit, you can, because you might not be sitting long, but you can if you need to. In Luke chapter 2 and verse 21, it says, And when eight days were completed for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus, a name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. When the days of her purification, according to the law of Moses, were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was just and devout, and he was waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes, what does it say? For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all the peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at the things which were spoken of him, and Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold this child, is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign which will be spoken against. A sword will pierce through your own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. And there was one, Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. And she was of a great age, and lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And this woman was a widow of about 84 years who did not depart from the temple, but served God with fasting and prayers night and day. And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all those who looked for the redemption in Jerusalem. So when they had performed all the things according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own city of Nazareth, and the child grew and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. I want to zero in on this man for a moment named Simeon. I want to talk a little bit about Simeon and what Simeon saw. Three things, and it's been, it's been what Rashina has been talking about all weekend and, and was singing about this morning. He was a man of faith who had to have focus on what God had called him to. I want you to think about Simeon for a moment as we talk about his history. I want you to think about this. 
we hear Bible stories and, and, we, and we think, oh, you know, that's a good story. That, that was the Christmas story, the three wise men, and we have the nativity set out. And we, you know, and we, we totally miss that this really happened. This is a real story, and there's depth here for us today. Simeon's father was Hillel. You might recognize that name in Jewish history. Hillel was the leader of the Sanhedrin. There's still institutions named after him today, Hillel centers and so on. He's, he was well-respected as a teacher in, in the Jewish faith and was a, was a significant leader in the, in the Jewish faith, especially within the Sanhedrin. Simeon himself at one point was, a, was one of the top council members in the Sanhedrin then had become one of the presidents. You might remember the name Gamaliel. That was Simeon's son. That was the man who discipled Paul before, when, when Paul was Saul, before Paul became born again. This family was very influential. They were very steeped in the Jewish law and Jewish tradition. But something was different about Simeon. Something was different about Simeon. Simeon had had a revelation of something greater. He saw something by faith. He, he saw beyond what was happening in the natural. There, there hadn't been a word from the Lord for 400 years. There had, been, there had been nothing, but he saw past what was happening in the natural. And he had a revelation of the coming of Christ. He saw through the eyes of faith. Today, I think one of our greatest opportunities as a church to be people who see through the eyes of faith. Not through the eyes of circumstance, not through the eyes of what's happening around us in politics or health and you know, all the world. It's, we got to see through the eyes of faith. And when we see through those eyes, we see miracles. We see the impossible. The, the Jewish leaders were looking for a warrior. They were looking for a conqueror. And what they got was a baby in a manger. They were looking for someone to come in and take over the Roman rule. And so when Simeon stepped up and he said, our savior is not going to come as a warrior, but he's gonna be, as Isaiah prophesied, a son is given, a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths. That's our suffering savior. When he, when he said that, they ostracized him. They kicked him out of the Sanhedrin. He wasn't allowed to be a part of the, of the boys' club anymore. But it's interesting, Luke says three times that the Holy Spirit was upon him. He was carried or led by the Spirit. The Spirit was upon him. In a day where that wasn't the norm, God's looking for a people who will step outside of the norm, who will say we rely fully on the Holy Spirit, that Jesus said that he would send the promise of the Father, that we're absolutely dependent. You and I are absolutely dependent upon our fellowship with the Holy Ghost. He reveals the Father to us. He, he gives us the eyes of faith to see the reality of what the Word of God says. He, he reveals to us the goodness of God. He reveals to us the power of God. He reveals to us the essence of God's name. So we, you and I, are absolutely dependent upon the Holy Ghost. 
And anybody that says anything different isn't reading their Bible. Because <laughs> Jesus said it himself. It's to your benefit that I go. It's for your benefit that I leave that the Holy Spirit might come. So we see here in Simeon's life the power of dependence upon the Holy Ghost. I want you to think about what was happening at that time. There had been, not been a word from the Lord. There, they, they had to see something. Now, I'm going to say something. You might not like it, so just prepare yourself. They had to see something that wasn't being talked about in the current culture. They had to see something that was beyond current trends. They had to see something that was beyond what was happening in, in, in the moment in front of them. We have to see something that the Word of God tells us that culture isn't saying. We have to see something that even, even in the church trends and in, in church circles, you got to dig into this book and see, see what it says. You, you can't just take somebody's word for it. I, I say it all the time. Don't take my word for it. Go read it for yourself. Go find it for yourself. It's in there. I'm not going to tell you a lie. It's in there, but, you, but we got to we got to see something the current culture isn't telling us. They're not going to, the, in the midst of hate and depravity and chaos, we see it happening in front of them. They're not going to the Word. They're attacking. The world is attacking the Word. The world is going to continue to attack the Word. They're, they're, even this weekend, Facebook was trying to block our stuff again. They don't want it. They don't want it on social media. They don't want the truth out there. Why is that? They want control over everyone. This changes lives. It changed Simeon's life. Simeon went from being one of the boys to being the outcast because of what he believed. You know, I had to, I had to be okay with a long time ago that Sometimes I'm just going to be the outcast, and even in the group of pastors, I'm going to be the outcast. Because I'm, I'm, I, I might be young, but I'm not dumb. <laughs> I've tasted too much. I've seen too much. I know this book is alive and real. I know, I know that the power of God is for us today. I know that he saves. I know that he changes lives. I know that demons can be cast out. And I know that people can pray in tongues. And I know the sick can be healed. And I know that Jesus is coming back. I, I've seen too much. I feel like Simeon. I've, I've seen it. I've not seen it in the, well, I've seen it in the natural. But there's things that I haven't seen. There's things that I haven't seen that I know. This, it's alive. <laughs> I started to say, I haven't seen, I have seen some of that. I've seen a lot of that. <laughs> We've seen it here. We've seen it happen. Dependent upon his power. So think about, so he saw something. And the, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And here we have, remember Zacharias? He's got a great name. Zacharias. His name means the Lord remembers. It means the Lord remembers. The Lord remembered Zacharias. The Lord remembered Elizabeth. Elizabeth had been barren, hadn't had any children, no kids. And 
the angel of the Lord comes to Zacharias and says, you, you're going to have a baby. You're going to have a son. And what did he do? Not possible. Not happening. And what, what was the, God's response? Okay, you're going to be dumb for nine months. You're not going to be able to talk for nine months. If you can't say anything nice, you're not going to say anything at all. <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes we need, we need the angelic filter. Sometimes we need to tell ourselves to shut up. If you can't speak by faith, if you can't, if you can't speak the words of faith over this situation, just keep quiet. So for nine months, how many of you women would love that, that your husband could not talk while you were pregnant? For nine months, couldn't say a word. <laughs> you could only speak words of faith. And Mary goes and sees Elizabeth. And what happens when Mary shows up? She's, she's, the Bible says she's overshadowed. Mary is overshadowed. There was a, there was a glory overshadowing her. It's the same it's the same overshadowed that happened at the mountain of transfiguration. It's the same word. She was overshadowed by the glory of the Lord. And she goes and she sees Elizabeth. She walks in the room. Doesn't say a word, walks in the room. And John the Baptist, who's in, who's in, her mo in mama's belly, in Elizabeth's belly, jumps, leaps, receives the Holy Spirit. Talk about not being able to see in the natural. Can't see it in the natural but a manifestation. Can't see. John the Baptist is in, in mama's belly. Jesus in mama's belly. They don't see each other, but they're no, they know. They know who's present in that moment. And then Elizabeth prophesies over Mary. Mary sings. She prophesies over herself. The Magnificat. You know, it's a, she sings out a prophetic song. So the Holy Spirit is moving on those who have eyes to see. Those, those who see through the eyes of faith, the Holy Spirit is giving them eyes to see and even ears to hear what's happening. And here's Simeon. He walks into the temple that day persecuted, ostracized, 